Hello, everyone, and welcome to another week. It is a Tuesday afternoon. The sunshine just started peeking out, and I just put on my second pot of coffee, miniature pot of coffee, to get me going this afternoon. And I just got my exercise in today, too, which, yeah, I don't do that every day. Sometimes I'm not as disciplined as I should be, but I am trying to get better. And incidentally, that is our topic for today. We are going to talk about wheelchair wellness. It's a subject that, as I've gotten older, has interested me more, simply because as I have, you know, progressed or whatever we want to call it, I've gotten more concerned with how to stay healthy, how to keep healthy, how to keep feeling well. Wasn't so much a priority in my 20s. I don't think it's a lot of people's priorities back then, but uh, it, you know, for me, it's, you know, as I've gotten more reflective, that's what's happened. I manage a Facebook page, which I call Creative Possibilities, only I use a pun on words, possibilities. So if you see that, it's not spelled the way you think. And I do that because I feature articles and sometimes my blog posts and videos there where I try to focus on disability but from a different angle. I try not to do the expected thing. I try not to do the stereotypes the sad posts. I try not to do too much overemphasizing of the inspirational because if you've listened to these podcasts enough, you know that I like to focus on people who are just living their normal lives and doing what they do and sharing that with others. So if you are interested, that page is Creative Possibilities. And I'll try to narrate this. This is kind of tricky when you're not looking at it because there are capitals and lower cases. But basically, if you look at Create Abilities, you will see capitals if you search for this. So capital C-R-E-A-T, lowercase I-V-E. Possibilities, with the pun on words. Capital P, lowercase O-S-S capital A-B-I-L-I-T-I-E-S. If you Google that, or if you search at Creative Possibilities, you might be able to find me. And uh, you'll enjoy the content on there. Which leads me to the topic that we're going to discuss today. I was looking around for an interesting thing to introduce on my page today, and I was interested in the topic of wheelchair wellness and looking around for articles because I think it would be something interesting that would benefit a lot of people. So here's a question for all you listeners. How often do you sit? And this is a question that a lot of us face just because the way we work these days we're at a desk we're at computers we have jobs and we do activities where we don't have to walk around and it's troublesome for me because I don't do sports and outdoorsy things the activities 
even I do away from my computer are, you know, crafting, knitting, things that I do with my hands. Well, here's the crux of the matter for me. I use a wheelchair most of the time. And so it is undeniable and unavoidable that I sit all day long. I don't walk very well. And if, luckily enough for me, I've, I've used a chair for about 24 years. And it has been an improvement on my overall quality of life. Because I have a bone condition. And so walking around as the years progressed got more difficult. And it put um, stress on my legs. Which made things as I was growing up, a little riskier for me. So the wheelchair was a great addition to my life in a lot of ways, but now as an adult, I'm faced with the fact that I do a lot of sitting, and I'm not, even though I can get out of the chair, I'm not in places where I can get out of the chair, and I'm not in situations where I want to go onto the floor and move around like that. Maybe in the privacy of my home, that's okay, but most of the time when I'm interacting with people, I want to sit in my chair. So I'm left with the question of where does that leave me as I get older and I think about my health? How can I stay fit? How can I improve myself? And for people in wheelchairs, that is a big, big question, especially if they have varying degrees of movement. I ask these questions because recently I came across some articles and then I went on Google and researched this further. Articles about just how bad sitting is for us. These were articles aimed at the general public. Not to be a Debbie Downer or anything, but some of the stuff I was hearing was kind of depressing in light of me reflecting on my situation and how I moved around or didn't move around. I didn't know, for instance, that as far as sitting goes, that's an activity right up there with smoking. I mean, I knew it was bad for you. And I knew that you could counteract that with the right kind of diet and exercise, which, like pretty much everybody else in America, that's a goal that I put in the still working on that one box, you know, and do my best with. But the articles that I'm reading from, you know, a couple years ago, even to today, say that we sit so much that even with us doing a little moderate exercise every day, it's not enough to, whatever exercise we do in the day is not enough necessarily to counteract the bad effects that we get from sitting. And what sitting can actually lead to is a lot of long-term health effects later on. They link it with heart disease, certain kinds of cancers, 
diabetes, depression, anxiety. So it's not just a general feeling good and fitness issue. It's an actual overall health issue. And it got me thinking so much today when I was reading. First, I, you know, went on Google and was looking around for you know, a topic for my Facebook page and wheelchair wellness, but then I got to reading these and thinking, wow, because this is aimed at the general public and we have a lifestyle these days that is pretty sedentary, but I use a wheelchair and due to circumstance, I sit a lot. And so I started then looking around for, you know, ways that, you know, I might be able to at least move around during the day, even though, you know, I maybe can't get out of the chair every day. And some people really cannot move a lot during the day. So how do we do to keep our health as best we can? And Granted, you know, as much as we sit, exercise does help. That is the good news. That is that exercise does help. And so I have started doing that more, especially last year. And I think I could even do even more. And so it does have positive effects. I know that when I'm still all day long and don't exercise as much, and there's plenty of days where I'm lazy and don't do that, you know, several days will go by and I feel like, blah, ick. I actually don't physically and emotionally and mentally, I don't feel good. I'm more tired. But when I start to even do a little bit of moving around, I feel totally different. It's a cool thing for me that as far as my condition goes, I can still move around and get out of my chair. It's not so much a muscle issue that I have, but a bone condition. So I still have, for somebody in a chair, at least from my perspective, I have a great deal of mobility. I have a lot of difficulty walking and standing, but uh, still a great deal of mobility. So I found a lot of things I can do to exercise out in and out of my chair. So I can lay down on the ground and do sets of leg lifts. I just try to be careful and go, you know, not overly fast and not overly zealously, just very slowly. And some, you know, ab exercises. And I can do a lot of things with my arms, of course. And I use some really, you know, two pound, four pound free weights. And I've learned a lot from attending certain classes. I have a friend of mine, and I attended some Pilates classes with her. And it surprised me how much I could do sitting down and just with my arms. I I just didn't do any of the exercises that required me to stand. Or if there were stands, I simply adapted them and did whatever I could with my arms and did it as best I could you know, so that I was doing it responsibly and correctly. And there was a lot that I could do on my back or on my side or on my stomach. So I 
kind of branched out a couple years ago and did things like that. In the summertime, I do a lot of swimming in the pool. Granted, it's recreational. But that movement, you know, where you're using all of the muscles in your body and doing things, felt really, really good. I don't so much do that in the winter. I don't like indoor pools and all the strangers. Just just a thing of mine. But here's the problem I faced. Getting myself motivated to do this stuff. Sometimes I would get bored. Sometimes doing a repetitive thing like that and getting myself worked out and tired, I was either unmotivated and I was bored. So something that I started this last January... In a very basic way, I I don't profess to know an advanced great deal about it, but I started doing some basic yoga sets, sitting down. Again, there was, I was surprised at the number of exercises and movements that I could do, either sitting in a chair, sitting on the floor, or lying on my back. And I found that very very interesting and very exciting and the cool thing about some of these uh, things that I was experimenting with that the simplest movements if you did it a certain way and incorporated the right breathing and did it for long enough in repetitions you could get yourself tired out and worked out and end up feeling amazing so I would say You know, how does this benefit other people then? My suggestion, because this is a podcast and not, you know, a video where I'm displaying websites, I would say go on Google, research exercises from the wheelchair, research wheelchair health, wheelchair wellness, you know, any of those keywords, and you will find a great deal out there. I love directing people simply to Google. A lot of times I'll have a question and I'll be sitting down with my sister and we'll be talking. She'll say, oh, research it. And I think, wow, what a good idea. Uh, That is what I did today. I came across a blog called Mobility 101. And what I liked about it, I wasn't necessarily looking up chair yoga, even though I really like it. But I wanted to also look up some mini cardio workouts, simple exercises that I could do where if I was in the middle of the day, maybe I could take, you know, 10 or 15 minutes to start moving again after sitting at the computer for so long, you know, getting my body going again and getting my heart rate up instead of simply relying on that second or third cup of coffee that second or third boost of caffeine to get me going again because that's, you know, there there's a better way to do that even though I'm a coffee-holic. But I found this blog called Mobility 101 and what I liked about it was that there was all these videos that people had made on YouTube which had exercise sets and people doing narrative videos of working out where, and I do this a lot where you could just follow along 
you could do the exercises with them right from wherever you were, your room, your living room, your wherever. And there was a ton of these. Again, I think this blog was called Mobility 101. Another great place to look up is YouTube because not only do they have your recreational stuff, but they they have people who post videos of exercises, of chair yoga, of all this stuff that is wonderful to do. And I would say, you know, fortunately for me, I can move around a lot, but, you know, not, you know, not everybody has that type of capability. There are people out there who are going to have a different, you know, set of circumstances that will dictate what, you know, they're able to do. But I think that there are people out there who can adapt and tailor programs to different types of people. You know, even if you're doing, you know, moving one or two arms or just one arm, and you're doing a simple movement and a repetitious movement, there are things that look so simple. I discovered this in yoga. There are things that look so simple But when you get into a rhythm and are doing a repetition and exercising that area of your body, you can come out of it going, wow, I just moved around. I feel so different. So get on Google, get on YouTube, research uh, the topic because there's actually a wealth of information if you know where to look for it and if you know how to find the right kinds of stuff. That's what I did today. And it was kind of fun. After I looked at all the depressing stuff, I was looking for, you know, what do we do about it now? I think my favorite thing of all has been learning about simple yoga stuff. I wanted a program that didn't just address the physical, that addressed the emotional and mental. And here's what happened. When I started doing these things, and I started in January when I knew winter would be really difficult for me, here's what happened. I would do them in the morning, and on the days that I did them, I got more focus. I felt more relaxed when things were annoying and slightly stressful. I felt calmer about getting stuff done, about addressing things, getting tasks off my checklist. It just became a lot easier and a lot better. And I noticed that things kind of fell into place for me and I wasn't so hung up on all the petty anxieties of it all. And physically, I felt great. Well, that's all I have for today, everybody. And I hope that you have enjoyed this. If you got through listening to all this, thank you. I don't know if this will motivate me more looking up this information today. Did, in a way, will I get in shape religiously every day? Probably not. It's one of those goals that I'm still working on. I fight the battle every morning of not being a morning person. But I do know that... I found a lot of things that helped me out and hopefully they've got your wheels spinning and maybe helped you out. 
So I hope everybody has a fabulous fall day and a fabulous week as we count down into Wacky Wednesday. And enjoy, enjoy the rest of your night. Thanks, folks. I'll be back.